0: Today, we're going to talk about the five different types of retirement savers. Which one are you? You are listening to The Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 167. This is The Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing, so we feel secure about our family's future. At The Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of The Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, an educator, a wealth advisor, and a Dave Ramsey SmartVestor Pro, and it is great to be with you today. Today's episode is all about what kind of retirement saver are you, but before we get to the topic of the day, have you ever taken a personality test? I mean, they seem to be everywhere right now. You could probably go onto your Facebook feed or whatever social media app you use. And there would be a personality test that somebody's sharing to figure out what kind of person you actually are. I know when I started uh, my job in wireless technology in the 90s, I had to take a personality test as part of the hiring process. And I think a lot of people do. People love taking personality tests to learn more about themselves And recently there's been this new study that says there are four different personality types. And I, I found this in an article called study finds four main personality types. And it's at today.com. We'll put a link in the show notes for you. But the study published by the nature human behavior revealed the four personality types. And you know, we've always had the big five personality traits, openness, agreeableness, extroversion, neuroticism, and contentiousness. And understanding how high or low someone ranks on each of the traits can be useful to predict one of these personality types. So here are those four personality types. Average, which is the most common type of people. There are reserved, that's another personality type. Are you average? Are you reserved? The next one is Role models. These people are natural leaders with low levels of neuroticism and high levels of agreeableness. And finally, self centered. And as you can imagine, these people score high in extroversion. They rank below average in openness and agreeableness, of course. But the way for you to grow, and the reason I'm bringing all this up, is to know who you are and what kind of person you are. You know, my old sales manager, gosh, I hope he's not listening to this. Well, actually, I hope he is because I love him either way. But these tests, like I said, many, many different personality traits. And where I scored the highest off the charts was the need for recognition. I mean... I love a pat on the back. And nobody knows more about this than my wife. She knows the high need for recognition that I have. I mean, I blew that off the charts. So once in a while, and I worked for this company for 15 years, so every two or three or four years, my sales manager would come up to me, put his hand on my shoulder and say, and this was after a really big sale, he'd say, good job, Scott. But he never stopped there. I wish he would have stopped there, but he never did. He always followed it up with, your personality trait says I should do this. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, enough about personality traits. What kind of retirement saver are you? And is this all related? So here's a breakdown of the five types of retirement savers. And I'll put a link in the show notes. It's from an article in Barron's. I don't know how much you're going to be able to read because I think you need a subscription, but we will place a link. There was a large study done about 3,000 people ranging in all types of ages, et cetera, trying to figure out what types of retirement savers there are and they came up with five types. I'm going to go through them so that you can figure out what kind of retirement saver you are. And if you're happy about it, awesome. And if you're not, well, maybe it's time to make some changes if you actually can. So the first one is the ambitious risk taker. So some of you might be thinking, oh yeah, I listened to Scott's podcast last or two weeks ago on Bitcoin, and if you haven't, you should go back to your favorite podcast app and listen to episode number 166 if you are an ambitious risk taker and think twice about purchasing Bitcoin today. And while you're there, if you enjoy what you're listening to today, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a review at the iTunes Purple Podcast app. That would be amazing. So back to the ambitious risk taker. This group generally is educated, optimistic, and young. 49% of all the people surveyed were under the age of 45 and 28% under the age of 35. Full-time workers account for 72% of this group which the highest percentage among the five types of savers, and 52% have at least a bachelor's degree. This group, the Ambitious Risk Takers, has a median household of 125,000 and the same amount in assets. You know, you're young, you're just building up. Men make up about 54% of this group and about 43% of this group have a financial advisor. They are more likely to be open to new and different opportunities, and 75% expect their sources of income to last throughout retirement. They trust their financial advisor, but do some of their own research and are more likely to consider themselves experts in retirement planning. That's the ambitious risk taker. Is that you? Maybe you don't know. Maybe it might kind of be you. Let's keep reading and figuring out what these other four types are. The next is the cautious preparer. That might ring a bell for a few of you listening to this podcast. Now, men make up 56% of this group. This group is very well-educated with 40% holding at least a bachelor's degree. And this group skews older. 68% 68% being 45 or older and 20% being between the ages of 65 and 75. Median household income around 100,000 with assets in the median range about 125, which means half of the people have more than that, half of the people less than that. And my guess is the people with more than that sum with a lot of money. Many cautious preparers have prepared for the worst and stuck with tried and true investment strategies. Though they have knowledge about retirement planning, they have boatloads of questions. They do a bunch of research on their own, but they rely on the experts. Once they get very close to retirement, they need a financial advisor. Some have calculated their income needs in retirement. 27% of these people are actually retired, which is the highest percentage among the five types of savers. And this rings true with a lot of people that I work with that are close to retirement or in retirement. And I'm from Wisconsin. I live in Wisconsin. We're very fiscally conservative in Wisconsin. And with that comes a lot of anxiety sometimes especially as you get really close to retirement. If you're a cautious preparer and you don't have a fiduciary, fee-only, certified financial planner, you should start seeking one out today. Why? Because a lot of cautious preparers, they end up getting too conservative with their investments. They feel like if they get really conservative that they don't have to worry about the stock market in retirement. But listen, we all need growth in our retirement. And when we get too cautious, we end up with too much cash or even worse, too many bonds in our portfolio that actually have risk too. And especially in the environment that we're in with the Fed having rates at 0% and yields climbing, that's not a good sign for bonds. And we don't know where anything is headed. So we need a more balanced approach. But if you're a cautious preparer, we never can get you too risky or you're gonna have too much anxiety and end up jumping off the roller coaster at the worst possible time. Because remember, all of you cautious preparers out there that we need growth, not only up to retirement, but all the way through retirement. We need growth in our portfolios. Are you a cautious preparer? What about the next type of retirement saver? That is the optimistic dreamer. What is an optimistic dreamer? Well, first off, women account for about 57% of this group which skews young, 49% under the age of 45 and 26% under 35. Median household's a little lower, around $62,000. Median household assets, around $38,000. So okay, because you're young, but still, $38,000 needs to be worked on to start building up as you get closer to retirement. Now, this group tends to be a little less educated, 46% having a high school diploma or less. For optimistic dreamers, retirement always seems to be really far away, but they expect to lead active, rewarding lives as seniors. So they're optimistic, they expect that retirement's going to be good, but don't always have the type of assets that they need when retirement comes around finally and working a little extra longer than they ever thought. They generally have a basic understanding of retirement planning and contribute to the 401k or other plans, but they aren't fully comfortable with retirement planning because they always feel like it's so far away. So they kind of want to put their head in the sand and so they don't spend much time on that. Good news is there's contributions being made. Bad news is we all need to plan. Everybody needs a retirement plan. Whether you're an ambitious risk taker, a cautious preparer, an optimistic dreamer, or the other two that I'm going to go through. You know, few optimistic dreamers have calculated their income needs for retirement. They make most of their financial decisions based on instinct. Oh, let me tell you right now, that's not a good idea. Investment decisions on instinct is a horrible way to lead your financial life. But not only instinct for the optimistic dreamer, they also tend to get recommendations from family or friends. So those are the first three. We got two more to go over. The next one, the purposeful planner. You know, when I'm reading about these ambitious risk taker, cautious preparer, optimistic dreamer. And then I got to purposeful planner. I'm like, that feels good. For a financial planner like me who leads with planning and in a comprehensive way, purposeful planner sounds good. I didn't read yet. Am I it or not? I mean, I did now, but at the time, I'm like, wow, I hope I'm a purposeful planner. (laughs) Let's read on and see if I am, if you are as well. It pays to be a member of the purposeful planners, according to the Barron's article. People in this group have a median household income of around $125,000, and median household assets around $350,000. Men make up 58% of this group, which tends to be highly educated, with 52% having at least a bachelor's degree. So a lot even having more than a bachelor's degree. Many of the purposeful planners are nearing retirement or have already retired. 42% are ages 55 or older. Well, that's not me yet. I'm going to turn 50 here pretty quick, but I'm not 55 yet. Purposeful planners are well-positioned to enjoy retirement. Most purposeful planners have a financial plan. They devote time to retirement planning. They have extensive knowledge about retirement planning, and some enjoy managing their finances themselves. About 50% do-it-yourself investors. The other 50% hire a financial planner. 78% of this group feel really good, and they expect their sources of income to last throughout retirement. This is by far the highest percentage among the five retirement saver profiles that really start to feel good about what the future looks like. And that makes sense. It makes sense because they're purposeful planners. They've done projections either by themselves or with a financial advisor. They know how much they need to save for retirement. They've done Social security optimization, pension optimization. They've looked at the different trade-offs between when they retire and how much they can spend. They've built out on average seven retirement goals or more. They have a solid, nice retirement plan. And they know their probabilities of success are high, even when they go through the what are you afraid of scenarios. Even when they go through scenarios of the potential of Social Security getting cut by 25% or the pension being cut or you're thinking you're going to average this much in, in your investing over the lifetime of retirement, but you're actually 2% off or inflation you expect to be 2 or 3% and it ends up being 4 or 5 All of this has been stress tested and so they feel really good about retirement purposeful planners are the most confident of the bunch. Not only because on the median assets they have the most, but I believe the reason or one of the reasons they do is because they have plan. And when you have a great plan, now you can start to look at what will it be if I drive my savings rate up before retirement by four or five percentage points? What is that going to look like? Being a purposeful planner is not a bad thing. Now, don't get me wrong, when I hear optimistic dreamer, man, that feels great too. I feel like I'm an optimistic dreamer when it comes to some things, like let's just say COVID, for example. I'm an optimistic dreamer that we're gonna get back to some sort of normalcy sooner, I think, than a lot of people think, and because I'm optimistic, and I like to dream, but when it comes to retirement, we need purposeful planning. All right, that's four. I got to get to the last one before we're done here. The last one is the uncertain struggler. Whoa, that doesn't sound as good as the purposeful planner or the optimistic dreamer or the cautious preparer or the ambitious risk taker. (laughs) You're the uncertain struggler. Well, I don't know if you are. Let's see if you are. Let's read about them. This group is generally pessimistic about living comfortable in retirement. Well, that's no fun many expecting to rely on social security and help from family to get by. Ouch. You know, I don't want to ever have to rely on my kids for my retirement. Women make up 61% of this group, which is less educated than the others, with 56% having a high school diploma or less. Uncertain strugglers rely on instinct and recommendations from family and friends to make financial decisions just 39% of this group works full-time. The lowest figure this is among the five types of savers. Though 50% of them are 45 or older, they don't know much about retirement planning. They don't have a financial plan and they haven't calculated their income needs in retirement. Only 24% expect their savings and sources of income to last throughout retirement. This is the lowest percentage among the five groups. Now, there's no judgment here on this podcast ever if you're an uncertain struggler. And when I read about this, I just feel like the way I was 20 years ago, 30 years ago now, oh, about 25 years ago, in a mountain of debt, and spending more than I was making every month. So when I was thinking about retirement someday, or even being debt-free someday, it seemed impossible. And so you know what I did? I didn't turn into a purposeful planner at that point in time. I, instead, buried my head in the sand. Because it feels better, like not knowing. If you think that your retirement plan is going to look horrible, not knowing is better. If you think you're never going to get out of debt, then you don't want to look at it and add up all of that debt that you have. It's tough. It's tough to look at. It doesn't make us feel good. It doesn't make our day good. So I know what it's like to be an uncertain struggler. And if you're in that place, it is not too late. And you know, I think these personality types that I brought up at the beginning of this podcast and the types of retirement savers that we are are all interconnected. Our key, me and you, is to be self-aware of who we are. What type of, what personality type are we? Are we average, reserved, role models, self-centered? And how does this relate to the type of saver you are? An ambitious risk taker, a cautious preparer, an optimistic dreamer, a purposeful planner, or an uncertain struggler? For optimistic dreamers, the article in Barron's recommendation is to really engage in financial planning education. You're really excited about retirement, but let's think about how you're going to get there. And for uncertain strugglers, aspire to have some control over the direction of your financial life. You have that. You want control. And many of them don't have a financial plan, though. So the recommendation is to gain a sense of control. Get your head out of the sand, take hold of the resources that you have and start taking steps to develop a plan. You will be so much happier that you did. And this whole podcast is all about understanding who you are as a person because the studies suggests that people's personality changes over time. People are more self-centered when they're younger and become role models later in life. If you're unhappy with the type of retirement saver you are or the planner that you are, it is time to make a change. We can all make changes in our life. It just all starts with the first step which is start planning. I mean, we want to plan our life and finances and everything else, but finance drives so much of our decisions. So make the conscious decision to start planning today. All right, that is all the time that I have today, and I will see everyone on the flip side. I hope you all have an amazing weekend, and we'll see y'all soon. Take care, bye-bye.